0: teachings for practical success provisions what's up visionaries it's good to be back on the mic um glad to uh, be here feeling pretty good this Monday amen getting this word out uh had church on yesterday man did the church feel good being back inside of the building listen to praise and worship listen to the drums listen to the keyboard it really felt good. I'm, I'm, I'm I don't know if, what do you call it, but what is church sick, like, like homesick, just filling the Holy Spirit and watching the Spirit move amongst the people. I don't know of a few of us in there with the media department and praise and worship, um, practicing, of course, our social distancing so that we can bring the word live via uh, video, Amen. But shout out to each and every one of them. Just want to give a couple of shouts before we get started. Shout out to my daughter Tat- Tatiana. Congratulations on. Passing the real estate exam. Very proud of you. You better had it passed. I drove you to New York, girl. Also, to Kia, starting her uh, her blog back up. Listen to it. Very inspirational. Straight to the point. That's my girl. Amen. Amen. And to my wife, Tony Yan. Yes, all three Ts. The three Ts. To my wife, Tony Yan. She is actually preparing to write a book. She's outlining it um, for young girls. It's going to be a children's book to inspire young, beautiful, beautiful women. Uh, to grow up to be young, beautiful, uh, young, beautiful girls, to grow up to be young, beautiful, fearing, God-fearing women. Amen. So I'm excited about her project. I'm not going to give, I didn't want to say too much. Uh, that's where I kind of stumbled over my words because I'm like, okay, don't say too much just right now. Um, just wait till the project really get going and, you know, we can uh, introduce it later, but just keep her in prayer. Uh, she's doing great thing. The family's doing great thing because God is good. God is blessing and we want God to continue to bless. And yes, We want God to continue to bless you. Visionaries, November is fast approaching. Some of you might have a little, uh, be in a different situation than some of us because you might've just jumped on a visionary board uh, by subscribing to provisions. But at the same time, we still expect for your life to be uh, in a better, in a different, significant circumstance by November. Amen, amen. So your time is running out. Today's uh, message it's definitely, it's going to impact what your November look like. But remember, we got to be doers of the word. You just can't listen to these podcasts and say, oh, I enjoy that. Or I disagree with him or whatever. You have to listen to these podcasts and then you have to implement it. You have to implement it. You have to trust God. God always, folks, God always warns his people. Yes, he takes care of his people, but his people has to do something. We have to do something. We have to take the warnings. We have to do preparation of uh, what God is warning us for. And then we have to implement what he's telling us to do. We, we have to do those things. So he's put certain things on us. He's always going to do his part. God will always do his part. You just have to do your part. That's what has to happen. You do your part, let God do his part so today we want to talk about the coming year of the shimata now you guys know i'm always on this shimata but it's just been a little kind of some discrepancies with it and um and one reason why i'm working so hard in the year 2020 because i understand the shimata now again i'm not working so crazy that i'm neglecting my other responsibilities uh so i got to do what god want me to do all right. My responsibility that I'm doing is the work that I'm doing. So whatever you guys are out there doing, I don't care if you're a garbage man. I don't care if you're a lawyer. You do your work, but you cannot neglect the responsibilities that God has given you. OK, things you're supposed to be doing, even in this pandemic, you have to be doing God's work. Yes. Paying your tithes is wonderful. God bless you. Glad that you guys are doing that. Uh, definitely to the you know media No matter what church you are, that's because you are making things happen. You're making sure the word is coming to the people who cannot make it to uh, God's house. So definitely shout out to all of you all over the country, amen, who are making this thing happen and bringing the word via video to each and every one of our homes. But again... There's things that God has instructed you to do in preparation. And we need to make sure that we're doing it. So he has led me, um, to talk about the shimata because I got a few discrepancies. You know, I, you know, talked to my daughter. She, she wanted me to talk to her a little bit more about it. Uh, a few other people, a friend of mine was asking me about it. I'm like, no, no, no. You know, that's, that's not what it's about. That's not what it is. So because of these discrepancies, I decided to add that, which is very important. Okay. In terms of, um. What we're trying to do as visionary, you know, making sure that we in the line of God, implementing our business, be entrepreneurs, uh, whatever God is calling us to do, we have to make sure that we're in line because he's setting us up. Okay, so today we're gonna to talk about the coming year of the Shemata. Now, when is the coming year of the Shimata? Well, uh, the year of the Shimata will begin September the seventh, twenty twenty one. Let me say that again. The year of the Shimata will begin September 7, 2021. And that year will end September 26, 2022. All right. Now, what exactly is the Shemitah? The Shemitah is the Sabbath year. The Sabbath year has always been, it's always been around. Okay? It's always been around. And and that Sabbath year is the year of rest. Okay. That, that's important. It's, it's the year of rest. All right, so what god is doing in that year well let's let me give you a little bit of history you know on 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 the shimata reason why we want to give a little history on shimata yeah well it's because everybody don't us don't know what the Shemitah is and we want to make sure that we all on the same page here because this is pretty this is pretty important okay uh, uh the year following the destruction of the holy temple uh, now, my, my dates might be wrong, but I believe it was 3829 uh, B.C., all right? So it's from that point, the destruction of the Holy Temple was the first year of the seventh year sabbatical cycle. Sabbatical means rest. doesn't mean seventh. A lot of us re- thinks that. Sabbatical means rest. That's why we call it the year of God's rest when it's called the Shemitah it's called the sabbatical year, okay? So most people think that uh, the sabbatical, because it is the seventh day, like the Sabbath, it means seventh. It doesn't mean seven, the number seven. It means rest, all right? Uh, So we started, the the count started right after that, okay? And that's kind of equivalent to, I don't know, I I don't know how they do it, It 68, 69 BC, okay? So, That you might have to study, but, you know, we'll kind of see how that goes. But most of the sabbatical year observance are are really an agricultural nature, meaning that it it involves the land. But you got to understand what this means. Okay, when we start talking about agriculture, we started talking about the year of the seventh. What we're talking about is produce. Folks, you got to get this. That is important, okay, especially for the children of Israel, because produce was their money. You have to understand that, right? It is produced; is what they produce. That's why they also have to pay a tenth of what they produce. You gotta understand that, all right? So make sure we make sure we we're on the same page. So when God say a year rest, that means that what is being produced will slow down to a point that it become stagnant. All right? Doesn't mean you're gonna lose anything. It just means that there is no growth. It's It's the year that God has laid out for the land to rest. Remember he blesses the land. When God blesses the land, he sends rain down. When rain comes down, crops grow. When crops grow, we eat the animal eat. When animal eat, we get milk, we get steaks, we get this. So you're talking about the children of Israel. That's all dealing with their economy. That's dealing with their money. And that's what we're talking about. We're talking about an economy. We're talking about money, your money, the nation's money. Okay. Now, Some may ask, well, what they got to do with America? That was for Israel. Well, that is going to take me a little too long to explain. But it's like this. Whenever the president is in an airplane, they call it Air Force One. It doesn't have to be the Air Force One airplane. Let's just say something, don't know what, can happen to the airplane Air Force One. President has to get into a helicopter, I mean, I'm sorry, into another plane um, that plane, even though it's not built like the original air force one, guess what is deemed air force one. If the president happens to go to a place that that large, hello, the uh, airplane cannot land and has to get into a helicopter. That's what the helicopter is called air force one. Anytime the, whatever vehicle the president is in at any time, if it's an aircraft, it will be deemed. Air Force One, okay, so just I want you to get look at your dollar bill, look at your dollar bill and I want you to look at the back of the dollar bill and I want you to look at that Jewish sign how the Jewish people, how the ch- children of Israel has affected the American economy and folks, again, I don't have time to explain it, but there are a lot of children of Israel in America, okay? There's a lot of children of Israel in America now uh i didn't say jews i said children of israel because a lot of you think that the jews are the children of israel that's just like saying i got a brother named terrain and i got a brother named uh preston that's like saying uh you a prestonian calling my my children prestonian no they're not prestonians they're not uh prestonian. They're dexterans <laughs> i don't know what you want to call they are from dexter his children are from Preston, Terrain's children, from, they're Teranians. they're from Terrain. Jewish people, Lynch, is from Judea, but there was 12 children. But we don't Again, I don't want to get too far into that, okay? But there are a lot of children of Israel, not just Jewish people. There's a lot of children of Israel in America. And whatever they are, the law doesn't change. The expectation of the people doesn't change. And they always affect because they are God's people. They always affect wherever they go. That's why God in the New Testament said, telling us that we have to be salt. Now, I know, I know. We're talking about the church. Yeah, but remember, Jesus said that, you know, not one tittle or thought which shall be lost from the law. He did not come to change the law, He came to fulfill the law. Okay. So even though the Shemitah is coming from the law, it is still in effect. That's the problem that most of us have. We think that when we hear that term New Testament, that the Old Testament is old throw it away. No, it doesn't work that way. Okay. You got to understand that to me personally, those was bad translation to call it the old Testament and the new Testament. I love the way Jesus looked at it. It was the Testament and the fulfillment of the Testament. It is the final Testament. Testament means covenant or agreement. It is the agreement and the conclusion of the agreement. That's what you should be calling it. So not that is a wrong, uh, translation to me, It's a bad translation because it makes people think that, well, we we do away with it. Jesus didn't do away with it. I'm not going to do away with it. Okay. All right. So let's keep moving. So wherever they are, the law, meaning there's certain things, not everything. Well, I thought we was not under the law. No, we're not under the law. But because the law will not change, he said, and he said it will not change until the whole world has passed away, Period. It will not change. See, see, most people don't understand what the gospel did, what grace have done. See, they think grace is just uh, uh, it, it removed the law. No, it fulfilled the law. Now, again, I don't want to get too much into that. It just simply fulfilled the law. But again, okay, All right. So because we are here, that Sabbath year, that year of rest exists, and that year of rest will start. 2021, September the Sabbath. It is the Shimata year. But I want you to understand some things, okay? When we start talking about this Shimata, because this, you know, this, this this is you know very important, all right? Because a lot of people when they look at the Shima um it, it always leaves a sign. It didn't matter what it left it left a sign in Israel and everywhere Israel rent, went, the Babylonian, Germany, the Ukraine, um, of course, in America. Everywhere it the, the the children of Israel dwell, the Shemitah has an effect. You got that? All right. Um, I don't want to go all the way back to the nineteen, you know, the forties when Israel was actually re reestablished. People say established. no, reestablished as a nation. All right, we're not going to go back into that. So I don't want to start with seventy three because we're on a time constraint, and of course, everybody you know, doesn't pay attention when the podcast is too long. All right. So I'm trying to explain it, you know, um, as thorough as I can without being too thorough. Cause you guys say he's long winded. No, I'm not long. I'm very thorough because I'm a teacher, man. I want you to get it. You worrying about time. I'm worrying about production. See, you know, I, I am a result driven person. You know, you on a time constraint and then you get it wrong. Then you got to do it again. I tell my kids all the time when you do it, if you don't do it right, you got to do it twice, you know? So Valuable time for me is take a little bit longer, get it right, instead still wasting time and then have to do it again. All right. So again, let's talk about it. So instead of me going all the way back and taking you all the way back, especially since 68, 69, uh BC and all that, we're gonna start. Well, just look at 1973. All right. In 1973, the ore stock crash. Okay. Um, but there was a reason for that oil stock crash. We can keep talking about 1973, 19. Uh, 80, it was a hard recession. We'll talk about what a recession is. It began in 1980, 1987. Uh, there was a stock market crash. All right. Uh, most, some of us know about those things. 1994, it, the bond market crash, you know, difference between the bond and crash. And well, we all know 2001, the stock market crash tr- uh, tremendously, as well as we all know what happened to our country in 9-11, which also contributed to A lot of these uh, financial breakdowns. 2008, that's the one I definitely remember because it's affected you know me purchasing uh, my home and you know every year I will always my wife and I purchase like three four homes three and every four years we sell our house and we make a profit you know so we buy a house we sell a house four years later we buy a house so 2008 well that was the year we were supposed to sell our house housing market crash. Literally, I lost about $40,000 value on my house. And, and, you know, I thought then people was walking away from their houses. Um, I decided to stay in my house and I'm figured, well, it's real estate. Give it a year, two years. You know, we just have to stay six years instead of four years. I sell it, make a decent profit. Well, everybody know, but 2010, the real estate market did not recuperate. And I have been in my house for much longer than what I intended to Amen. Uh, so we don't want to get into that. All right. So 2008, 2015, there was a crash alert for the stock market and all this stuff. 2015. Now, well, notice I'm giving you 2015, 2008, 2001. Because remember, we're talking about the, the, from 2021 to 2022. But that's the year of Shimata. That's the year that the things that led up to it began, began to become affected. And that's what you have to pay most most attention to. All right, what led up to it, those things? Now, now most of you probably don't even know about the Bretton Woods system. All right, the Bretton Woods system was actually was a financial crisis that actually took place um, in 1971, but it kind of started brewing in 1968. All right, uh, it's the global financial uh, system. What took place? All right, was um, the the market itself well the, the dollar itself change okay it was, because the Bretton Woods system is a monetary uh, management system it it, it affected the United States, Canada europe uh, um, uh, Australia uh, Japan, and so forth uh, after nineteen forty four Bretton Woods agreement um, and the system was the first example of a fully negotiated monetary order intended. To govern monetary relations, money relations among independent states. That's what it was for. Okay. Now, once all that took place, it was like an exchange. In other words, the Bretton Woods system, that is when um, uh, the currency of everyone's dollar and those things was related to gold and the ability of the IMF to, you know, bridge temporary imbalances of the payments and all that stuff. In other words, when you look on your dollar bill, it said it guarantees this debt. That means that money that you're looking at, that that line on there is, is like the United States saying they are backing it that, it, that it is worth a percentage of gold, your money. So it gave that piece of paper that says a dollar, United States a dollar, it gave it purpose, okay? It was like someone writing a note for you saying that, hey, I'm backing them with a certain amount of money. That's what it was. That's the Bretton Woods system, if I can kind of break it down to you as, you know, m- as much as I can. Um, and, and, and you know, it was, it was put in place to prevent competitive devaluation of currencies. That, you know, that was one of the other reasons, okay? But um, it became an international economic system in World War, for World War II, uh, still raging real strong and et cetera. Then, you know, something happened. On August 15, 1971, the United States decided to terminate the Bretton Woods system to the the dollar bill, meaning to gold, effectively bringing the Bretton Woods system to an end and rendering the dollar bill a flat currency. That's when a dollar no longer is backed by gold. That happened August 15th nineteen seventy one okay, so the dollar bill became itself its own currency, not backed by anything okay um so same thing happened to the pound and other currencies it became free floating as they would call it, right that's really important, folks, because after nineteen seventy one a lot of these things led to the nineteen seventy three um uh, recession now. Some of you may not know what a recession is. All right, so let me explain to you what a recession. A recession is when the economy um, declines. You know, for months, even for years. Um, a recession is when uh, the nation experiences negative gross domestic product. That means the gross domestic domestic product is what the country makes and sends out. Like we make Apple products and we sell it to the world. We make General Motors cars. We sell it to the world. Well. When the country experienced a negative uh, re- meaning that it's, 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 there's no increase and it's not based on the, the economy itself or the money coming in, when that becomes a negative that also contributes to a recession. Rising levels of unemployment usually happen. People usually lose their job. People lose their job. People don't have money to go to retail stores. So you don't have money to go to stores, you know, department stores, then there's a fall in retail sales. When there's a fall in retail sales, then more uh, jobs. So the unemployment keep going up. Um, uh, retail sales fall down. Our GDP, which is a gross domestic product, that also falls down. Um. So income is 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 affected. Manufacturing, so what happens with General motor not selling as many cars? They stop producing as many cars, which also leads to a layoff. So everything began to be sort of a um uh domino effect. Okay. So a recession is basically it's it's you know you can't really avoid it when when you hit that one domino. Is everything lined up, supporting by one another? Everything is going to fall. Period. Okay. So. During a recession, you no know, people struggle. People lose their jobs. Company makes less money, so they makes layoff. It, it becomes an overall economic decline. That's basically what a re- recession is, uh, and that's what happened in 1973 because of the Bretton Woods system, the oil shortage, and all this. It led to a a recession in 1973. Now the oil crisis, the Bretton Woods, uh, the mergers of other industrialized countries, because once the dollar bill became one thing, you got other countries just saying, hey, we're going to put our money in there. So it then it, it triggered war on steel, war on metal. Uh, North America and Europe was forced to restructure everything. The stock market crashed in 1973. It just made the recession. Like, how can it not happen? Okay. Um in the United States the recession lasted from 1973 particularly the month of November October November to probably somewhere around March or April 1975 okay um, unemployment did not peak i mean it was unemployment was high i want to give y'all some numbers too um in terms of those recession um when we had everybody heard about the great recession right the unemployment peaked at about 25% in the great great recession uh the great recession was in 19 19- uh, 33. I want to give you some of those on COVID-19 recession. Right now, we're standing at 14.7%. All right. So we are about 7% from the great recession. We were about 7%. And they are really believing that before the end of the year, we might even top 25% of the unemployment rate. That's crazy. And one reason why we're not there is because the summertime we uh people are doing a lot of things outdoors. Reason why they say that we're probably gonna top 25% because, well, these restaurants who've got their people back at work, um, it's nice outside. So guess what's gonna happen when the wintertime comes? They can't have um chairs set up outside so that people can go eat. These people are gonna lose their jobs. Um other places, like you know, even some churches are having services outside, all those things possibly, and then we don't know how this virus is going to Effect in the wintertime, would it would it make a comeback? We don't know, but some of the experts believe that we're gonna actually exceed the 1930-30 recession. Folks, that's that that's incredible, okay? All right, so now you understand what a recession is, you understand what the shimata is, and okay, we, I gave you a little background on all the years from 1971 to the 2001, uh, 9-11, all the way brought us up to 2015, the, the market crash, till 2014 2015 market crash so now we're at 2021 2022 why am i talking about it because we are a year from that shimata that's why i'm talking about it so what's the whole point we're a year from it yeah we're a year from it but it's the sixth year that's most important for you because we already know what's going to come in the seventh year now folks now, if you think that we're not heading for a recession, I want you to think about it. They are printing money. They already gave everybody in the country $1,200. Then they turned around and gave you your unemployment and gave you $600 on top of it for a certain amount of months. Now we're looking at a second stimulus bill that's coming out. Stimulus means stimulate. They're trying to stimulate the economy. They give you money so that you can purchase money. I mean, uh, purchase things so retailers don't fall back. You can buy cars. You can buy houses. You can buy this. So, When retailers are selling, what do retailers have to do? Well, they got to have people at work. So when people have work, it slows down the unemployment. So they're trying their best to prevent a recession. That's why you're getting stimulus money, all right? Now, at the same time, God is instructing us on what we're supposed to do once we receive these, these little blessings. Now, he's blessing us. Even in the midst of a crisis, you know you're listening to me out there. You're being blessed. The most important thing is what you do. Now I'm going to read to you. I'm going to start right now with, um, we're going to start in Leviticus. Okay. Um, and we are going to start at the 25th. Now, again, it is the day. It is the year rest. It is also the year that what they call the release of debt. That's what God said. Now that's dealing with the Shimata, the seventh year. All right, because they're going to try to do something even when the recession hits big. Now, we are in a recession. There's no doubt when you got a 14.7% unemployment rate. Um, so there's no doubt that America right now is in recession. The problem is we don't think that we saw the peak of it. That's what I'm trying to say. So as we move into the peak, they're going to have to do something. And I doubt they give you a third stimulus check. Don't know, but I doubt it. So they're going to have to make some other laws. And we're also in an election year, which is kind of uncanny. So you got the government going to be fighting against one another who can do for the people so that, hey, you can go out there and vote. So November, and it's like ironic, right? Right, visionaries, we're talking about things changing in November. Man, November is going to be crazy. It's going to be bananas. I'm telling you, it's, I don't care who win this election. It's going to be crazy. So you better prepare yourself. So you better start implementing everything. Listen to all the podcasts two, three, four times. Cause if you don't, you will be sorry. Okay. All right. So let's get into it. Leviticus, the 25th chapter. Let me explain something. All right. Let me read it. I'll be reading for the new King James version. All right. And the Lord spoke to Moses on Mount Sinai saying, speak to the children of Israel. And say to them, when you come into the land which I give you, then the land shall keep a Sabbath to the Lord. Six years you shall sow your field, and six years you shall prune your vineyard and gather its fruit. Now, folks, the sixth year is the year before the Shemata. We're in August. The Shemata starts September the 7th. 2021 the month of september which is next month will begin the sixth year the year before the year of rest that's why i'm speaking to you about it okay here we go but in the seventh year there shall be a sabbath of solemn rest for the land a sabbath of the lord you shall neither sow your field nor prune your vineyard you know that you know what god is saying you know some of us our businesses, our jobs might decline, or we might even lose it. That's in the Shimata year. That's, that's what he's saying. So in the sixth year, he wants you to sow. All right? He wants you to sow. Now, folks, what is sowing? Sowing is, it's like investing. That's what sowing is. It's like putting money into something and expect for it to come back to you. They sow. They put the seed into the ground, and it produced, got that? Did you hear that? It produced, produce, product, product, produce. All right? That's what it did. He expects for us to do that, especially in the sixth year. Leading all the way up until the sixth year, definitely. But in the sixth year, he expects for us to sow. That's why your tithing is important. That's why your work for God is important. Yeah, man, you know you was an usher, but ushering is important now. Ministering to people, talking to people, um, helping people, especially the poor. That's the Deuteronomy was um fifth chapter, sixth chapter, I can't can't remember which one it is right now. It talks about that 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 Sabbath year, making sure that we remember the poor. We're supposed to be working. Your work is sowing. It's not just paying your tithes, but your work that you're doing is sowing. You can't be sitting home now that God has taken some of you off of your job and doing nothing remember, you're sowing. I wrote a book. I'm I'm outlining another book. I'm trying to get the book done. I'm trying to get school done, trying to get the second book done. Why? Because it is this sixth year. I'm going to explain to you why. Why are you doing all that? I'm going to tell you why shortly. Okay. Let's look at it again. Verse five, what grows of his own accord of your harvest, you shall not reap nor gather the grapes of your intended vine for it is a year Of rest for the land. In other words, if I try to do some of the stuff that I'm doing now in the Sabbath year, it will not produce like it's supposed to It's not allowed. It is the year of rest. So what God has blessed my hand to do in the seventh year It will only sustain But it will not produce it will not multiply. You got to understand that All right now he's gonna explain to you why let's go to verse 6 and the Sabbath produce of the land shall be food for you. That's what I mean, will sustain you. Your male and your female servants, your hired man, and the stranger who dwells with you. That means if you have a business, the hired man is these people that you've hired. These are biblical speaking servants, okay? They're not slaves, they're employers, okay? All right. So, uh, employees, I'm sorry. For your livestock and the beasts. That are in your land. All this produce shall be for food. Okay, you got that. So he's telling you all these produce shall be for food. Food was monetary in this time. So you're talking about your money right now. So you have to sow time, you have to sow your money, you have to sow. Obedience because if you go back to Deuteronomy he's talking about those who obey how they will be blessed. I'm not going to deal with that because I'm not going to have time in this this podcast maybe I'll do a, a part two if you know if people need it but if not I'll leave it alone but also talks about people being cursed if they're not obedient okay so and he stresses you know when God stresses he said be careful to obey. That means he's stressing to you. Don't just say, I'm going to be careful. And I tell people, yo, this is, this is August. We are in the second semester of this year. And he told you that this year was a test. This year is going to determine what your shimata looks like. That's important. And that's scary. Okay. Now I'm going to jump down because it's going to explain to you why the six years important. We're going to jump down to verse 19. All right. Then the land will yield its fruit and you will eat your field. And dwell there in safety. No problem. As long as you do what God tells you. Right? This Now verse 20. Just like what you're probably saying. And if you say. What shall we eat in the seventh year. Since we shall not sow nor gather in our produce. Then I will command my blessings on you. In the sixth year. Do you hear that? Let me read that one again. Then I will command my blessing. On you. In the sixth year. And it will bring forth produce enough for three years. Do you hear me? In other words, God is saying, don't worry about the recession that will come. And folks, if you don't know your economy and see what's going on right now in 2020, you better believe there's going to be a recession in 2021. God is telling you, your God is warning you about that. The Ta has not lied since we started counting it. And he's telling you, don't worry about the recession. Seek you the kingdom first. Okay. (laughs) Okay. He said, don't worry about the recession because in the sixth year, which is the year we're in, that's why I'm doing this broadcast. The year we in, he said, I'm going to bless you in the sixth year for three years. That means whatever you put your hand to, whatever you are sowing now, he's going to bless it three times as much so it can sustain you through the recession. Boy, y'all better hear me. He said, don't worry about it. If you're asking yourself, well, if my hand is not going to prosper, you know, Sammy, what am I going to do? He said, don't worry, because in the sixth year, I'm going to make sure that you prosper enough. That it will carry you through the seventh year. Now, just watch. Okay, here we go. And you shall sow in the eighth year. All right. That means after the quietness, after the shutdown. After the year of rest, which is the Shemitah, the Sabbath year. He said in the eighth year, you can start sowing. That's, that's year number two. Because he promised three years. Year number one, the Sabbath year. Year number two is the eighth year. Go ahead and start sowing. All right? But don't forget, he has sustained you through that year. All right? So that'll be now 2022. All right? So he says, and you shall sow in the eighth year. Go ahead and start sowing. And eat old protos. You understand? You're still eating off of 2020. You're still surviving off of the blessings. That residual income. <laughs> y'all better hear me. From 2020. Y'all hear me. Okay. Until the ninth year. That's 2023. Until its produce comes in, you shall eat of the old harvest. Y'all got to did y'all hear that? I don't want to, I don't want to go too much further into it. I'm just trying to get you to understand how important what you do. Now, folks, what does the scripture say about sowing? Whatever a man sow, so shall he reap. If you're sitting at home on the sixth year and you're doing nothing, well, guess what you're going to reap? Nothing. You're not paying your tithes. Guess what you're going to reap? Nothing. If you're not doing God's work, whatever he tells you to do, Guess what you're going to reap? Nothing. And if you're taking all these blessings that is coming forward to you right now, that the government is trying and you're doing nothing with it, meaning you're not giving God his portion. Go back and look at the sermons. He picked the number right on the, right on the money before we even thought about what a COVID. Not you know what a COVID-19 was. He told you, if I give you $1,200, what you're going to do with it? He told you. He also said, bless the man of God. You'll be blessed. <laughs> Some of y'all, you, you, you can't do half the stuff. Sorry, I had to throw that in. And then s- expect a full blessing. Whoo, my God. You got to count your T's. I mean, you got to cross your T's and dot your I's and count your blessings. Cross your T's, dot your I's. Count. You got to make sure, am I doing everything I'm supposed to be doing? My wife uh, texted me tonight. She said, you know, you, you usually take off on Monday. I said, babe, I haven't taken off on Monday since COVID. I don't have, I don't have time to take off. I took off yesterday for the first time don't Usually I'm here six days, seven days, and I don't neglect. I don't stay here all day. I, I make sure I go home because spending time with my family is important. That's part of God's plan. You got to do what God tells you to do. Ministering to people. I still take time out. People counseling. I'm doing counseling through Zoom. I still got to do God's work. We're still preaching. Uh, MIT and Nexus should be up and running, at least, at least MIT in September. Hopefully Nexus in October. I mean, we got to do, we got to continue to do God's work. Like I said, hopefully the second book will be done. I mean, the first book should be coming out this fall, but the second book should be done by December. That's my plan. Why? I'm looking for residual effects of the work that I'm implementing right now without neglecting the responsibilities that God is calling me to do. I hope y'all get that. Without neglecting the responsibility that God is calling me to do. Because what he's telling me right now, do you hear me? He's telling me, and I'm not talking about right now, and, and, and I'm not talking about right now, the sixth year. That's not what he said. Okay. Not right now. In other words, you're not going to get in the sixth year three times as much what you do in the sixth because he said, sow. what you sow right now, he's going to bless it. The harvest, when they, whenever what you're sowing now comes up, it's going to be three three times greater to sustain you for those three years. That's what I'm saying to you. So what's important is not so much of what are you getting right now? It's what you do with what you're getting. Oh my God. That's what's important. It's the sowing. That's what he's telling you. In the sixth year, he says, you sow. Since we shall not sow in the seventh year, you would dwell in the land in the seventh year based on what you sold in the sixth year. Because he's gonna reproduce. He said, verse 21: I will produce enough for three years. That means he's gonna reproduce and re-re again. He's gonna produce whatever you do, whatever you sold, three times as much. That's the Shimata. So a lot of people in the past thought that, what well, we got to wait for the seventh year. Or this is the Shimatai year. And then everybody's wondering, man, this wasn't no great year. No, you missed it. You supposed to plan in the sixth year. You don't get the reproduction. You don't get the, 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 the blessing in the seventh year. Everything is restful. What comes up based off of what you sowed. In the sixth year, it begins to manifest. It does manifest, but it's not the work that you're doing in the seventh year. It's the work you're doing in the sixth year. You re- begin to receive that blessing coming to the seventh year. In other words, when everybody else is in the recession, you're not. You don't receive. You receive. Let me say that again. You don't receive. That means you don't go back. You receive. You, 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 you bring in more. You get. Instead of lose. Oh man. Y'all got to get this. All right. All right. So we, we, I'm not going to go no further. I want y'all to, you know, meditate on this. All right. Now, again, I will take you to Deuteronomy. I don't want to make this too long. I want you to rewind, hear it again, because it's what you're doing. What are you supposed to be doing? Get off that couch. Do not be working. 30 hours a day you got don't forget god i know don't let this what i just told you put you into a a mentality i'm gonna work all all day long so i can make sure that what i sow sowing is not just working sowing is love remember you're gonna get it back what you (laughs) sow what a man sow so what are you sowing into your family what are you sowing into your leader? What are you sowing into like, your, your, your wife, your children, your business, your church? Do you understand? It's wherever you sowing. That's what God said I'm going to bless. Three times as much. That's awesome, man. And God always keeps his word. You know one thing I love about, about God before I close this podcast? Just because God gave you the information... And you got excited about it. And once you get excited about it, you tell God you're going to do it. You know what he does? He begins to bless you with what he said on credit. Before you even any, see, everything God does is always based on the condition of your obedience. Even if it's not even mentioned, it's always based on the condition of your obedience. Even before you start walking in obedience, God start blessing before you even do it because he expect for you to be like him he expect for you to be a man and woman of your word that you're going to do what you say you're going to do now folks now if you want to go back and start studying the 1933 recession about what how people felt and and the now one of the biggest things that I had to study the 1933 recession is because it was one of the topics that we studied um, doing clinical uh, social work when i was uh, studying to be a therapist to get my license for clinical license and we had to study it and one of the reasons we studied it as i think about it get my clinical license because the mental health of people in 1933 was significant when china was going through its its um depression okay not a recession it's depression recession and that leads to a depression. Um, depression is a is is an economical term as well so we I'm talking not the mental right now I'm talking about the, re, the the economical recession that led to economical depression and it caused a mental depression hugely in china suicides was crazy folks if you think that this election is not huge <laughs> uh if you think that 2021 all the things that 2020 is happening i mean you know Look at the Breckwood. We can keep on going. Look at the things, uh, 9-11, how things begin to affect the economy. You know, 2008, you know, when, when, because things changed with our security also affected, you know, our airlines and airline prices went up. So sometimes, you know, most of the time in a in, in recession, unemployment rises and inflation rises. See, usually when unemployment rise, inflation goes down because it tries again, it's another way of stimulating the economy. But when you're in a recession, prices go up and unemployment go up. That's, 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 that's crazy. And God is warning his people, go back and look at it. Go, go back, look at what he, t- what he did with the children. He, 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 Pharaoh, um, Pharaoh had a dream. After Pharaoh had that dream, he, um, he sent for his his um, uh, magicians to come and interpret it. He called the wise men, and nobody could. Then the guy from the, from the prison remembered Joseph, right? Called Joseph in. Joseph interpreted. The whole point. I'm I'm, I'm just paraphrasing everything because I don't want to preach or, or teach that lesson. But Joseph saved Israel, at least. The, the the noble family At least the government And his family From suffering from that recession Slash depression That's what he did That famine is nothing but a recession And he told them This is what you do king To prepare yourself he, The government got richer They bought the land And had the people working for them See that's what you don't want You don't want the government just, Let me say this you don't want the government to take care of you. You don't want to depend on the government because if you don't do what God is saying, you're going to find yourself, go back and read that story. No, I'm not. You know, I know I got a few more minutes. I usually kind of go a little hour, but I'm not going to teach you all that. I want you, cause you know, I, I taught that on another podcast. All right. About the, the recession with Joseph, but I want you to understand how important it is. Those people had to sell. First, they were selling the animals. They were selling this until the, then they came back to, to, to Joseph and, and said, Hey, we ain't got nothing else to sell. You know, you got our land, so guess what Joseph did? Okay, well, tell you what, we'll take your houses and you'll start working for us. That's what you want. Last thing you want is to be on welfare. When I say welfare, I don't mean it in a derogatory term. I mean when you have to depend on the government, it determines what you eat and how much you eat. No, you, God is your welfare. David said, the Lord is my shepherd. I shall not want. You do not want to depend on the government. So you sow rightfully right now. Remember what he said? Yeah, you do this. You do. He when Jesus was talking about the Pharisees, you did, but you, you, yeah, you, you did the tithes, but you neg- neglected the greater things. Remember that you, you, you did one thing, but you didn't do the other thing, justice and mercy. So even though they was paying their tithes and giving mint, he said, Yeah, you did all those things, but you neglected the greater thing. You should have, you should have executed justice and mercies as well as paid your tithes and do it. Really, what Jesus said to the Pharisees. So what I'm trying to say to you, don't just pay your tithes and think that I'm passing this test, man. Y'all gonna be for a rule awaken when December gets here. You can't neglect the other things. Family time. Spend time with that husband, spend time with those kids, spend time with that wife call up a sick friend, go, go visit a sick friend, keep your social distance, wear your, your mask. But folks, it's everything that a man or woman of God is asked by God to do. That's sowing. That's obedience. Abraham would have never got his blessing if he never left his family. Like God instructed him to get away from the country and go into another country. You got to do what God asks you to do. All right, go back and listen to it again. um, I, I just wanted to prep you guys, because it's important that you're doing the things. Now, everything that we talked about in this podcast, all the way up until today, it is extremely important. All right. And as you do those things and you implement those things, we what I've been talking to you about is what to do with it you know about the investments and praying trusting don't let fear hold you back etc those are the things that prepping you because these are the these are the weapons that satan is used against our people that is going to prevent some of us from being successful and we were built to succeed like as I said in the message we we're not built to fail we was designed to succeed so that we can pass this test by december all right all right hit me up visionaries hit me up pont at gmail.com Uh, Make sure you subscribe. Tell somebody else, man. Don't you know that's ministry? Tell somebody else about provisions. Tell somebody else about this podcast. If you really love somebody, don't, you don't want to, you know, don't, don't be like the heathens and the fools and the Pharisees trying to, trying to look big in front of somebody else because God has blessed you. It, It does feel good when you have all of you gotten blessed and everybody bought a house and bought a car and we all living off of what we sold. Okay. In 2020. God bless you visionaries. I'm excited. Please keep me, my family, my working entrepreneur family in your prayers. Oh, one more shout out. I forgot. Damon, chef Damon is doing his thing. God bless you, man. You keep doing it. Do what your parents tell you to do. Make sure you pay your tithes. Make sure you pray. You'll be surprised where God take you. If you don't do that, you'll remember what your parents said. I love you all visionaries. Make sure you pass this word on. Subscribe. Keep looking out for the Eve Effect. It is coming soon. It is in production. And I'm looking forward to what God has to do and say with all that. God bless. Take care. Be safe and be blessed.